You are now listening to a Rabble Press podcast. I stab someone and you arrest me and I say, well, Chris killed someone a month ago and you didn't arrest him. Right. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, we didn't know. But so now he- we got to let you go. Clock out, come home and drink away to bash and burn the weekly plays. Douchey calls him sweaty balls. This is Scotch Sporting. The, the oh, song, I didn't hear it. The song didn't, didn't the play. Song yeah, the song oh. didn't play because eh, all my shits. What's up? Sorry, what guys, is I ruined, up? I ruined the whole stream. That's a, how long were you finger gunning for? Not very. No, no, no. I can't. You guys noticed right away. You guys. Oh, okay. Right away. My it also coincided with my screen uh, coming back to life. Yes. So I think that's why I looked. Absolutely. I look a bit like a chewed boot no. today, I think, because it's nah. very busy day. So if you were just tuning in for the first time, I'm sorry. <laughs> I am also sorry. I've I I streamed this afternoon. I I don't normally do daytime video game streams, but uh, I got a sponsorship opportunity. Ooh. And I had to take it, so it was. Are you allowed to talk about it? Yeah, I mean, I played Fortnite on stream. You said you would never ever do that. I played. Remember Fortnite. when I said that? I played Fortnite with my son on stream. I recall when you were talking about your dream job, and I said, "What if it meant you had to play Fortnite?" And you said, "No, I would never do that." You're like the live golfers, man. <laughs> yeah, it's not blood money. <laughs> It's Isn't not it? blood money. I don't. I don't think <laughs> who so. Makes, who makes Fortnite? Epic Games. Perfect. Aren't they owned by a Chinese company? Oh, to the internets. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Epic Games. I don't. I don't think they are. I think they're. I think they're owned by they're American. Some, yeah, they're owned by some dude in California, and that's it. Okay. Okay. Oh, are you racist? Oh no, forty percent ownership. Uh oh. A Chinese. Oh, oh see? Oh, oh. Blood China. <laughs> so some dude in California owns around 50%. Uh, ten, Tencent oh, games. Tencent. They're uh, the worst, too. Tencent Holdings Limited owns 40%. Sony owns 4.9%. And Kirkby owns 3%. That's surprising that Sony's in on that. Interesting. Oh. So uh, listen, they 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 added a new mode. So they got rid of they have a no build mode, which means you don't have to build the stupid. So it's just a shooter it's, like any other. It's build. just a battle royale like anything else. They're doing a crossover <laughs> with Dragon Ball Z. I saw that on the so, social media. So part of the sponsorship was, hey, here's a code to, to get some some stuff. I got all Wait, the Dragon yeah. Ball Z skins. So, are you playing as Goku and he's Gohan? No, because uh, uh, Gohan's not one of the skins. Oh. Tencent is uh, one of the big uh, censorship yes. conglomerates. Yes, they are. In China, if you don't know. They're, they own WeChat, which is their big social media platform. It's like the uh, Twitter, they, right? The Twitter of yeah. China? They've been accused of blocking TikTok videos and the censorship of politically sensitive comments. 
Uh, they announced it would stop broadcasting Houston Rockets games in China due to a tweet made by Daryl Morey, the general manager of the Houston Rockets that supported the Hong Kong protesters. They also don't uh, like gay people, right? I don't, I don't have anything on that in their controversies section, but I just can't imagine that they do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So you you do you are taking a little you're taking forty percent of blood money I would 40% say forty percent of the money I'm getting is blood money okay well I mean <laughs> well listen. is is Fortnite sponsoring you yeah Epic Games is sponsoring yeah it's a sponsored stream so I get paid some money for I got to do four hours and I get paid fifty bucks that's really cool yeah and and usually like sponsored streams have like you got like a, some sort of conversion metric. Like, yeah. oh, you got to get so many people to sign up. This one's nothing. Just stream for four hours and you get paid. And I'm like, how, so how, how can I you? not do it? Like, I I assume you've never played before mm -hmm. or haven't been I've, in years, I've so... never play. I've never played more than two games of Fortnite before yeah. today. I finished, it... I finished in the top 10 in every game. Oh, yeah, because there's no building involved. That's right. I so finished, it's just shooting. Yeah, so I finished in the top 10 yeah. in every game. I won one. And I had at least 10 kills in every game. So Darren, oh, sorry. I, one of them, I only had eight. Sorry. Please, this is not a, a, a commentary on your gamer skills. But why you? Uh, well, you you nerd? No, no, no. Because I'm on... So I'm, there's a, a program that I use for some of my stuff. It's called Stream Elements. And they have sponsorships. And they just like throw out, hey, there's sponsorships available for you if you want them. So I've never really done one before because of the conversion stuff. Because I don't want to feel like that much. Like, I don't want to be shilling that hard. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, it's but, a little bit pyramid schemey. Right. Exactly. And some of these are like, oh, earn up to $5,000. if you. And it's like, bro, I'm not converting that many people. I don't know what you think you're doing here. <laughs> but, and that's why. And never... Oh, go ahead. What's the what is the goal of the conversion? If if you're trying to convert me, is it to just watch the feed so I see more ads? Is it so I play that game? It's usually so you play the game. So if whatever game I'm playing, I'll have like a referral code and then you would click that referral code and sign up and that would count as a conversion for me. And it's usually for the game like, hey, have you signed like you download Fortnite? Yeah, well, they, or they, they've done HelloFresh sponsorships as well. Um, so yeah i feel hellofresh really just sponsors they just everyone they just want everyone to know the name hellofresh they're not sponsoring us they are yeah they are hey hellofresh uh, what i was about to say about you i am not going to say anymore that's right because i would like you to sponsor this I, podcast we would like some money we will very happily do hey go, sign up to hellofresh use the code idiots because that's what we are, uh, you know, for 15% for off your first box. I'm not asking for money. I just want food. Right. Yeah. And maybe, like, if you could pay me in chef's plate rather than HelloFresh. <laughs> or how about, that box of, how about that box of Wagyu? Now that... That. Where okay, so obviously the inside information. Mark texted a picture of forty pounds of wagyu steak. Forty-one, yes. forty-one pounds. Yeah, that specific box is forty-one. Twenty-five hundred dollars. Yes. Where is that going? I don't know because 
we just received it, so it's going out be picked later. So the order selector who picks it would know what restaurant that's going to. Gotcha. So know. okay, so that was not up for grabs. You made it seem like that that might have been up for grabs. It could be up for grabs. That's the cost that came on the invoice. So oh, anything so that we sell or we we ship in the warehouse, we can potentially buy unless it's like uh, corp like corporate like uh, Mark like Burger King. Right. You can't. You can't buy whoppers. Stuff. Yeah. Right. But we can buy the 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 Cavendish fries that we sell to restaurants that. Sorry, forty pounds. Yes. Okay. So. And that you stick wasn't like corporate like labeled. So. Right. So that's. If that's, I wanted to, I could order that in. So 40 pounds works out to 640 ounces. And the internet tells me a typical Wagyu steak is three to four ounces. Ooh, it's a lot of Wagyu steaks. So and then if we do that math, hold on. Let's do the high end, 640 divided by four. Eh, eh, eh. 160 steaks. Mm-hmm. For now that five hundred bucks, one hundred and sixty. So it's fifteen bucks a steak. Wow, that's so reasonable. Yeah. So now, are you going to pitch in? I mean, maybe. And, and I, I know I messaged you guys, but again, looking for corporate sponsorships mm -hmm. or day for Christmas. I bought Costco Wagyu. It was a hundred bucks for a big. I don't know exactly how much weight I got, but I cut it into about eight steaks. Might have been more like 10, and, and we fro packaged them and froze them. Someone's screaming that I froze Wagyu, but whatever. Mm. I'm not eating that much. It, yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. And I thought it, it, it's pretty good quality. So if you want to, like, try it out cooking for yourself. So I, a friend of ours, our, the lovely Adam Rothman, um, sent me a couple of options to buy steaks from, and they were going to be, like, 100 bucks for four steaks. Right. And I was like, I will screw this up. And I'm going to be really upset if right. I screw this up. Mm -hmm. And I paid, you know, 25 bucks a steak for this or 50 bucks a steak. I'd rather so, buy this steak and have someone else do it for me. That way I don't yeah. That way you can be mad at somebody when it's wrong. The, the Costco no, steak. Because oh. I would find someone who wouldn't do it wrong. Right. Yeah. There you go. That's tricky. Yeah. The Costco steaks, you have to cook, I think, a little bit more than you would normally at a restaurant just because it's not like top, 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 top quality. Right. But just a crazy high sear on both sides. And it was, it was delicious. Worked very well. Uh, gentlemen, I saw you. Hmm? No, was the difference of quality was because the cow was sung to in Japanese? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There was a little. There was like a game. There was a bit of a gaminess to it that I haven't had in other ways. Like there was just something. There was a little bit like irony. Like it was a little bit rich. Interesting. I don't know. Okay. I would still try it. Like it's worth trying, especially like if you want to split it with someone and then cut it into the fillets yourself. It, it's worth trying. I would say. I saw you guys this weekend. You yes. did. And it. We went. I'm two for two. You are. So now you Live. have to come to every game. That's what I said yeah. to her. You are now a season ticket holder. I am the new pigskin Pete. That's right. <laughs> Just don't do the Oski when we have the ball. Yeah. As he sometimes is that, said. Is that, does he do that sometimes? Yes. We have the ball. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, he just struts around. Yeah. That stadium like he fucking he's, owns the place. He's not as good as the last one. 
Was there only one before him? How no, many? There, oh, no, there's been there's been tons. Yeah. The guy before him was Dan Black. Yeah, Dan Dan was good. Did um, do they just did he? I thought the guy died. Yeah, the did other, he but he he didn't the die. One. Yeah, he died after retiring. Like he retired yeah. and then. The yeah. old one or Dan yeah, Black? Paul 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 Wheeler. Paul Wheeler? Yeah. 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 So it's it. So I watched them do. Is it called the Oski Wee Wee? Yep. And and it goes, Oski Wee Wee, mm-hmm. Oski Wawa, yep, mm-hmm. Holy Mackinac, Holy mm-hmm. Mackinac, and then some. Tigers. I tigers. Eat em raw. Eat em raw. It's just tigers. Yeah. Yep. The the syn. I think the syntax of it just. Bothers me rhythmically. When you should been... it say Thai cats eat them raw, or should when... I mean it should be Thai cats? Right? It Oski wee wee, Oski wawa. I'm with you now. Right. Holy yeah. Mackinac. I'm already like off the pace a bit. Tigers eat them raw. Right. It's I get the rhythm. It should be Oski wee wee, Oski wawa. Let's go, tigers eat it. Like it's. I I see what you're saying, but if we can't change it now. Sure, I'm just, I'm just saying, I can't, I can't, it's like, it's like almost pausing for dramatic effect when you do the tigers. Yeah, and you gotta, and, and you gotta do the hat thing. Yeah. So. Is, he's bald under that, right? He has to he be? He is, yes, he is. I gotta, so do you guys know the history before I look this up? It's just, I, it's just tigers? I thought that couldn't be the case. I thought it, he had to say, let's go Ticats. No, it's tigers. Although it should say Thai cats, uh, I'm not. Well, against it's that. because uh, rhythmically, Oski Wee Wee, Oski Wawa, Holy Mackinac, Let's Go Tigers, Eat 'em Raw. It's a better or Tiger r- Cats or yeah. Let's Go Thai Cats, Eat 'em Raw. Yeah, Tiger Cats, Eat 'em Raw. But the the chant goes back to the Tigers days. Yeah, I'm fine with Tigers. I just want to add Let's Go. Right. Just a very simple. Yeah, I, I, I don't. You can't change it now. So there's no actual history of this. Really? It, no one really knows. Interesting. Enter Wikipedia entry. Just make one up. That, there so, you go. The greatest weird chant in the CFL history. What does it mean, and where does it come from? I don't know, said Ted Laura, the defensive lineman who played six years with the Tiger Cats. For some reason, I never asked what it meant. I just went along with the flow. I don't have a clue what it means, but I really love it. <laughs> uh, another story goes back. Oh, there's no one story about where Oski Wee Wee comes from, but there are vivid interpretations. One story traces the origins back to a rugby chant in New Zealand. One has it as a drinking chant of some kind, originally Oski Wee Wee Whiskey Wawa. Uh, another story goes back to something called Oski Yell at the University of California. Uh, they had a chant that went Oski Wow Wow Whiskey Wee Wee. Uh, and that, that was in the early 1900s, and then the chants were altered accordingly. Uh, the final one of the chants, Tigers Eat em Raw, dates back to the 1920s when the original purveyor of the cheer, Pigskin Pete, a man named Vince Wurtz, that's a terrible name, brought it to Hamilton football. Uh, there were two football teams in Hamilton in those days, the Tigers and the Wildcats, hence the Tigers part of the chair. Yep. Hmm. I knew, I knew oh. that much. I'm, I'm almost more angry there isn't an actual origin story. Oh, I mean, if it goes back to the 1920s. Yeah. 
anything before that gets a little foggy. I thought it was a bit silly when the cheerleaders did it, to be honest. Yeah. They're really like, I, I like that you pointed out the diversity in our oh, cheerleading yeah. squad. Well, I, I watched your cheerleading squad crot, trot onto the field, and I went, that is an extremely white team. Yeah. Is there anyone of any type of visible minority? There is one Asian cheerleader. Right. Asian, Asian. You, you said that with a question mark. Were you able to confirm that later? Yeah, she got closer. She definitely uh, okay. looked. She looked Filipino. Okay. So you you definitely have an cheerleader. That is uh, the the children's dance team was a little weird. Yeah, it's always especially. Been. But they didn't come out. I thought they were going to come out at a court. They just came out in the field like during a TV timeout. Yep, that's yep. how it goes. And then the junior team. Yep. That was, oh, that, that, was that, that, that's, that was new. That was cute. But like my brother did that. My brother played at the dome and it, with his stupid little, uh, were we the Argos? We were the Marauders, my high school. Oh, he, he played at an Argos game in one of those stupid little run out and play at the dome. When the Argos played at the dome, do we have a visitor? We do. Nah. <laughs> they can't, they can't see you. There you go. There you go. Your hand and you biting your dad's chair. Are you biting my chair? Yeah. <laughs> now I am. Uh, Rowan's just learned how to climb on the couch, so that's terrible. It's it's awful when they once they start really, moving independently. Life. I didn't over. even really think about it. I was sitting on the couch, and he came over to me, toddled over, and he stood up and put his hands on the couch, and then all of a sudden he was on the couch, and I was like, "Did I?" Pick? I had to pause, and I was like, "Did I pick you up? Did I scoop you up and put you there? No, you did this yourself." <laughs> Pardon me. It was very strange. Um. It was a fun, I really, I still really like the Tim Hortons field. I think it's a great, it's a really good fan experience. Like it's a really good mix of kind of modern amenities that you want, but it still has a very old football feel. Like it feels like an old stadium. It, mm-hmm. it does. Yeah. And like it, I, it think feels- it, I think a lot of that has to do with the neighborhood, right? Because, yeah. because it's in the same neighborhood as... Ivor Wynn was so it has that same feel of, like yeah. walking up and but yeah. I think aesthetically they did it like inside they did a really good job yeah I like mean, it feels it's yeah it feels like it feels new but it it definitely like feels budget mm-hmm. that's always been my thing is like it's really? fine yeah it's fine but it's not like it's not like high end like there's no you know, like if you go to, you to Winnipeg, or Winnipeg Saskatchewan, or Saskatchewan, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's, so, I don't know. Like I've, I've been, I've had the luxury of being to numerous stadiums, and I like the most, like crazy high end, ultra modern was the U.S. Bank, um, the where the Vikings play, mm-hmm. and it's like holy shit! It was like out of the scene in Wally when it, the people <laughs> are like being carted or like it just felt like this modern weird interior people mover and then i we went to lambo right which is like you're sitting on benches the the food you have to go under the bleachers do you have to bring your own cushion right if you want anything under your butt and there's like like old ivor win yeah there's a 
good and bad to both, but I, I always kind of prefer the old yeah. timey feel. And not to be confused with shitty, right. which is the dumb. Right. Like, there's old and crappy. Right. Like, like the sky dome. Like, like uh, I, see, I've never been, and I really want to go, but like Fenway. Yeah, ben, Fenway's, Fenway's beautiful. Fen, like, like, Fen, like, I need to go to Fenway. Fenway is is baseball. Right. Same with Wrigley. And, and I want to go there. I want to do both of those for sure. For Even sure. outside of Wrigley. Uh, that was my dad's when I took him to a football game. I think when they first moved to BMO. Uh, and my dad, he was like, see, this is how football, like, that's the reason the Argos were terrible because no one wants to watch football inside. Like, it's, football is meant to be played outside. Football is an outdoor sport, yes. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I just feel... Uh, the weather for that game on Friday that we were at that like that was the perfect football evening. It was, it was beautiful. beautiful. I, I don't know if your seats are, you guys might be over a little bit, but Gabe and Katie's seats are, you get direct sunlight. Mm-hmm. As, and it, so like the first 20 minutes were unpleasant. And yes. then as soon as the sun went behind yeah. the others, worse when you go to an day. afternoon game, at yeah. one o'clock afternoon games she are- said sometimes she just doesn't go yeah well because Dave also has forge um season tickets and she was like i don't go with him because it's just it's too <laughs> he goes to the Cause... forge games eh yeah interesting okay Big For guy who wasn't born and raised in hamilton man he's like all in on the teams well he's honey badgers who are the honey badgers the it's the basketball, basketball team that won the they championship, won the championship. yeah Okay. I know TFC season tickets, and I think just was like, these are cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do these instead. Uh, well, gents, though we did talk about sports, we have not gotten to our topics for the day. Okay. I have a surprise, Chris? though. I have a surprise for yes. one. But no, yes. we'll, we'll get to it. Okay, so customer feedback on Deshaun Watson. Chris, I don't know if you would mind reading the what? comments. Con- consent for compromise? Yeah. 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 Well, oh, wait, which, sorry, which comments? You, you sent us someone commented on our, uh, our video. On oh, our video. right, right. Sorry, I totally. Yeah. So I, I will uh, just because everyone loves us talking about it. Uh, we're going to talk about it again, right? Um, if we we should know about what we're talking about, which we don't. Yeah. I just I just need this clear. But if you're going to talk about Deshaun Watson, please do your homework and get all the facts. If you're going to discuss or invite me on your panel for in-depth uh full-length conversation i believe he will be suspended for one year is what this person said we would and be... i just said which facts are we missing and the facts that were listed we didn't even we either didn't mention them because they're already well known or we definitely didn't contradict them no yeah so i i, I... we would be delighted to have a guest guest panelists yeah uh, I mean, we don't do our homework, so we. I, I mean, mean, I read the document. That's great. That's, I have I to because I gotta, I gotta put all these things in for consent and come for up compromise. With these clever little titles as well. 
I watch uh, Sportsnet every morning. You know, I read this. I read the news every day, and I, I like opinions on Does things. Does anybody um, watch TSN anymore? I know. I, I think I've discussed this in the past, but everyone switched to Sportsnet, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. But I was I was firm on TSN for a very long Me time. Too. TSN and then because Sportsnet was like the stuffy, boring one. Yeah. And then they really flipped. They have a very good batch of morning commentators. Mm-hmm. They still stuff everyone in suits and dresses. And I'm like, just, who cares? Yeah, just, like, put them in jerseys. It's sports. Just let them wear what they want. Uh, okay, so Deshaun Watson, uh, possible settlement in the works. Apparently, he came came to the NFL and said, I will accept eight games and a fine if you guys just fucking drop this. What do you guys think is going to happen now that he is pursuing a settlement? I think um, Bowling's gonna felt to go more for their year long suspension. Yeah, like I mean, if it, I I would think that this is like, yeah, this should up their resolve. Like he knows he's in the wrong. Yeah, if he's already, but I mean, the the biggest problem is is that if they get the year that they want, he's gonna appeal it. Mm-hmm. And so he's gonna play this year. So that's the thing. Like maybe the NFL is better off taking some form of compromise. J- yeah. Just so that way he doesn't end up still playing. I don't know. That's setting it's setting such a weird precedent, but I know it's a weird situation of no criminal charges, but we've talked about this. How the hell do you prove that kind of thing? Well, you know, I think I think twenty seven women can't probably make it all up. <laughs> I think the biggest question is is if he didn't do it, why did he apologize? Why did or he go? Why did he go on that interview and say, oh, I'm sorry for what I've done to all the... Not what I've done, but the effect that it's had on these women. See, settling, Mark, I, I'm always fine with. Because I think innocent people also settle if you have enough money. It's they like, just, just want, please want stop. It to go away. Just go away. Yeah. Uh, okay, I just thought this was fun. We'll see if we have a minute to talk about it. <gasps> oh, that's oh, is that the a surprise? Yep. Please watch, please watch our YouTube uh, <laughs> at Scotch Sporting. So just popped up when I was kind of searching for what to talk about today. Breaking news, Eugenie Bouchard is still terrible. Uh, <laughs> she played in her first singles match in 17 months and lost in the first round. Womp womp. But she had a commercial on the other day I saw on, I think it was Sportsnet. It must have been Sportsnet. Yeah, she's a cute white girl, so she'll be fine. When do you like? When do you? My question for you guys is: When do you give it up? When what? Uh, you give it up when the money stops rolling in, or when she does doesn't she, enjoy playing tennis. She must still enjoy it. And does she make do enough spot? Like, is she doing it just to get? Is it like Chris playing Fortnite? <laughs> doing it just to keep the sponsorship dollars coming? Absolutely. <laughs> you get like, the appearance fees. No, fine. I'll play. Sorry, my throat's dry, and I was coughing, and I decided instead of coughing, I will have Just water in my mouth while yeah. I'm trying to talk. Um, do you, so, like, one, hey, just play one match every 17 months, and that's enough to keep up your sponsorships? You're as, like, yeah, okay. As long as it works, why not? Yeah. Are you not embarrassed then? Like, is there any part of you, like, you're selling out a little bit of, like, I know I'm bad. Sure, but who like, cares? Well, thanks. How else is she going to make money? That, that's her only... Thanks, Tide commercial. Go back to be. She can just be a straight up influencer. 
I don't think yeah. it pays as much as tenants, Lock though. Uh, the influencers, yeah, influencers do okay. If you're good enough, you, yeah, influencers yeah, do all right. I don't think she's good enough on that level. I think she could be. It's probably easier for her to do the tennis thing, short term <laughs> wise. I if mean, she wants to like invest in the whole influencers thing, then yeah, but that takes a full commitment. If she wants to play tennis, then it's going to be hard to do both. Yeah. Okay, so next is our quote-unquote apologetic Garrett Marino. Chris is already shaking his head. I think I'm just going to read the highlights of this article, and then I think the minute will be just Chris. Uh, so, uh, Saskatchewan North Rider defensive lineman Garrett Marino says he regrets the incident that led to the longest suspension in CFL history. Wasn't it three games? It was four. Four? Come on. Uh, so he got like two games for the hit and then two games for saying something racist, although it never came out what it is. He's back at back at practice after his suspension met with the media. And he, so he took down, uh, Jeremiah Mazzoli and Isles of the Ottawa Red Blacks. Um, it was a pretty dirty hit and knocked him out for the season. If you yep. missed it. And then apparently in some kind of scrum, he said something fairly was racist. It wasn't even a scrum. He hit him. And as he's on the ground and he's getting up from hitting him, he said something racist. We don't know what he said. We don't know what he said, but it was it was corroborated by it was corroborated by both obviously Mazzoli and one of the players on Saskatchewan. So like they're like, yeah, he said it. So Again, we don't know now, what I know, it is. I know a couple uh when we talked about this a couple podcasts ago. Um, we we were a bit okay with his apology. Like it wasn't the worst apology, right? In the history of professional sports apologies, but I feel like th- this now this is undo- like this oh, undoes it. This oh, you've it. learned you've learned nothing. Right. So he returned to practice Tuesday after serving three separate suspensions: two games for the hit on Mazzoli, one game for a suspension for a verbal comment about Mazzoli's heritage, and an illegal tackle on a previous play in a game last month. Uh, I do regret it, Marino says. I wish it could have went differently. I feel horrible. Well, it could have gone differently. Yeah, you could have not done it. Didn't need to wish it. You could have just not fucking said it. Uh, I wish it could have went differently. I feel horrible Jeremiah got hurt, and I just want to move on. That's very triggering as a woman of, like, you know, like, rape and sexual assault and all that stuff of, like, come on, get over it. I just want to move on as the man. And it's like, well, we can't. Like, Mazzoli's out for the year. Yep. Maybe more. He can't move on right now. Uh, Marino was ejected from the game following the hits on Mazzoli. Uh, Mazzoli later said he felt the punishment wasn't stiff enough. Uh, Marino's eligible return on Friday, and he continued, I feel bad. I let Riders Nation down, my teammates down, and not being there with the team, it was kind of depressing. Oh, okay. One minute on the clock. Chris, off you go. <laughs> Every Riders fan who is defending this piece of shit on Twitter, you can go fuck yourselves. Okay? Mm-hmm. Every single one of you. Because the first thing you're going to say is, Simone Lawrence. Simone Lawrence has nothing to do with any of this fucking situation. The fact of the matter is he said something racist on the field of play at his job. If I said something racist at my job, I would not have a job. And I assume mm-hmm. it's the same with you guys. Mm-hmm. 
the these fucking idiots. I, I like it's been it it's been nonstop on Twitter. Like I have to actually like stay off Twitter. Uh, so again, in, in defense, I just so two things. It's in a it's indefensible. Correct. And B, what's the big deal of just saying yeah he said something shitty? Why you gotta I, defend him? Like listen, Simone Simone had. A pretty fucking questionable hit. I wasn't on Twitter defending him because it was a questionable hit. I also don't care about what about ism. And that's like, the that, other thing. That's that the, fucking insane. It's like the as Republican spent, playbook. It's I, was yeah. playbook. I spent four years firing back and forth of, of all these articles. But Hillary's email. What about her emails? What it's about like, Hunter's laptop? Well, just because. You know, it's like I stab someone and you arrest me and I say, well, Chris killed someone a month ago and you didn't arrest him. Right. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, we didn't know. But so now we, we got to let you go. Well, OK, well, I guess if, if we didn't catch Chris. OK. Uh, OK, so the Kevin Durant situation, Mark, I really would love your take on this. Uh, so he is. Now, six weeks after demanding a trade, mm -hmm. it's, which is not happening, no. he's gone to the ownership and said, okay, I'll stay, but you have to fire the GM and the head coach. And the president didn't say how that went, but he came out and said, I stand behind my entire staff. So that's basically like, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. you don't get to tell me how to run my fucking team. <laughs> Which is weird because that's exactly how Steve Nash got the fucking job to begin with. <laughs> and now, only after a year, he wants him gone. Like, what the fuck? So dumb. Mark, has he overplayed his hand? Absolutely. That's my question. Let's let's start the timer. Has he has he's overplayed his hand? Yeah, absolutely. He figured because he's one of the best players in the game. He can have his way because he saw players like James Harden get their way out of Houston. He saw Westbrook get his way out of Oklahoma. So he figured, why not me? Is he still one of the best players in the game? He is. He is. Are we like are we talking top twenty? Oh, he's top five in the league still. Okay. But he's thirty-two, so he's like just over yeah. the hill. Just right? about yeah, just about to start yeah. declining. So with this new ultimatum how do you see this playing out now? And then what's his next move? I see playing out the way the Sixers handled the Sim situation. It's like, you play for us. I'm not trading you anywhere until, until we get a fair yeah. deal. And That's do you think he's going to play? Yeah. Do you think he's going to play or do you think he's going to Simmons it and be like, mm. he's going to play because that team is still good. Yeah. Okay. I'm very excited about this, and I had this as our next topic, but it's going to be like a, we're going to mush this into a bit of a deep dive. Okay. Because it's so fucking amazing. Yeah. And if we run out of time, we will talk about Blue Jays next week. There you go. Because this is, this is the fucking best. So Patrick Reed. <laughs> a former PGA piece of shit, currently live golf piece of shit. He belongs uh, on the live tour. And, and not to humble brag, uh, so our old friend of the podcast, still my current friend, uh, the weekend golfer, 
uh, is doing is producing content. What he got a contract with uh, Live Golf. Oh, I made fun of him for taking uh, blood, blood money. money yep. <laughs> and then he sent me the first video and he was like, my first fucking video was Patrick Reed interview and montage. I was like, that's uh, there. That's what you get for accepting blood money. You have karma. to, there's your karma's interviewing Patrick Reed. So Patrick Reed is now suing the golf channel mm-hmm. and specifically their commentator, uh, Shambly. Hold on, I gotta pull this up. So it is a seven hundred. He is suing them for seven hundred and fifty million dollars in defamation. And I uh, let me read. Hold on, I just I need to have everything queued so I can read. And I should have done this before, but a little <laughs> little bit of a fun weekend for a fun night. It's only Wednesday. Okay, so Patrick Reed is suing the Golf Channel and commentator Brandel Chambly on Tuesday, claiming the two conspired with the PGA Tour to defame him. Reed, who filed his suit with the U.S. District Court on Tuesday, is seeking more than $750 million in damages. He, he is being represented by Larry Clayman, who I will get to, because, <laughs> man, this, you can fall down a real rabbit hole with this guy at the... The Deshaun Watson lawyer, I know we talked about him a couple, uh, like a, a couple months ago, and his clients. This guy's even fu- This guy's even better. Uh, Is he, also from he might be. Okay. He might be. Hold on, I have it open. He is from. He's from Philly. Uh. Uh, okay, so uh, Reed is claiming in his lawsuit that Chambly and the Golf Channel have been conspiring with the tour and commissioner Jay Monahan to engage in a pattern and practice of defaming him with malice since he was 23 years old. The goal, he said, was to destroy Patrick Reed's reputation, create hate and a hostile work environment for him, and with the intention to discredit his name and accomplishments. Chambly has criticized Reed's move to live golf. However, he's far from alone in doing so. Chambly has uh, been critical of Reed's rule violation or near rule violations, something he's been accused of doing since his college days in Georgia. So the Georgia College Day story, which apparently is still talked about on the tour, and he's still apparently this guy. It was some major tournament. He hit it into the rough. He went to go to his ball, spotted one on the green, and was about to hit it when his teammates caught him. And he was basically like, oh, shoot, I thought this was my ball. And they're like, no, you didn't. No, you fucking didn't. So he's apparently been that guy this whole time. Right. Need I remind you, this is the same Patrick Reed who is estranged from his entire family for reasons. He married, uh, he married his girlfriend at 22. I think she's a little bit older, but not like, ooh, heavens older. Uh, and since they got married, he has cut his parents out completely. They're estranged. They have gone so far as to go to where he's playing in tournaments, and he has called the police on them. Oh, wow. And had them escorted off the property. So the one article I read about that was they clarified and said that he didn't actually call the police. But it was like, Mm -hmm. yeah, so I think they're just covering their ass, but yeah. So there's no like real reason behind the rift, but they think the the wife's family 
really got their claws in not and not her necessarily i don't like blaming the woman in these instances i think it was her family got their claws in him and really like isolated him from everyone else right like his brother-in-law was his caddy yeah it was it was all in the family um so let me tell you a little bit about larry clayman let's hear it larry clayman is a right-wing activist and former U.S. Justice Department prosecutor, he founded both Judicial Watch and Freedom Watch. In addition to his numerous lawsuits against the Clinton administration, Clayman has filed numerous lawsuits against multiple political figures and government agencies. Clayman's goal in initiating these lawsuits is often to obtain information. Uh, he has been described as a gadfly, a racist, and a frivolous litigator and conspiracy theorist. Ooh. He describes himself as a modern-day John Adams. I'm just going to read to you guys about some of these lawsuits. Uh, <clears throat> the Clintons. He has filed 18 lawsuits against the Clinton administration, alleging ethical misconduct and criminal activity. Uh, he represented uh, many mistresses of Bill Clinton and then tried to represent them to sue Hillary for defamation. Oh. Uh, he represented, oh, what was a good one? He filed lawsuits against Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton and the Clinton Foundation, alleging Hillary sold access to U.S. government officials through donations. In the wake of the 2016 shooting of Dallas police officers, Clayman filed uh, unsuccessful lawsuits against the Clintons, George Soros, uh, Al Sharpton, and the founders of Black Lives Matter. Oh, good. Just going to. Pause. Oh, also Obama. So we're just, oh, and Eric Holder. So let's see. Yep. Jewish, black, 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 <laughs> black. Yeah, okay. Uh, he he um, sued the founders of the Black Lives Matter movement by alleging that they had incited a race war that led to the shooting. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's uh, what's happening with Black Lives Matter. On behalf of members of two people killed in the Benghazi attack, he tried to sue Hillary Clinton for defamation and wrongful death. Uh, he sued Barack Obama. Uh, Chief Justice Roy Moore, I think he defended him. He was the one that diddled little boys. Uh, so that's a good time. Uh, tried to sue the Bidens. Uh, unsuccessfully sued the Bidens, having alleged that they pressured YouTube to ban his channel. Oh, man. That's what this is really, all about. This is a really, really solid guy. So he is... Uh, oh, he sued Roger Stone. That's fun. I thought How'd it would that be one only... go? He sued in 2022. Oh, that's how, the, how... This is how Patrick Reed found him. He sued the PGA Tour, claiming its suspension of players who participated in live golf tournaments violated antitrust laws. Right. How did that one go? Has this guy won any of these lawsuits? No. no. Uh, when I was looking him up, apparently he's really famous for losing. So how <laughs> does he have a job? He's just a really good loser. But like, okay, seriously, how can you be a lawyer and lose all the time and still be a lawyer? It yeah, doesn't make yeah. any sense. Mm-hmm. Like, guys like Patrick Reed would want the best guys, not, like, the guys who keeps losing. Yeah. So, just super quick uh, to wrap up my not-quite-deep-dive-deep-dive, and then we can quickly talk about the Jays. I found a a lawyer um, who specializes in defamation during 13 years of practice explaining why this isn't going anywhere. Yep. 
the facts set out in the complaint do not rise to the defamation or defamation per se and are clearly statements of opinion or uh, and or fact uh, as the accusations for, of cheating, which are surprising. Buried among the allegations are obvious protected uh, opinion. The complainant veers towards the hero world challenge. Uh, so basically... It, they're suing a journalist, but the journalist is covered by First Amendment yeah. rights. Like, there's no... First of all, there's no proof of any type of defamation. And even if there was, it's protected by the First Amendment because this guy's a journalist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the basic tenets of defamation law have not changed uh, in years and years and years, and perhaps the most shocking thing from a legal standpoint is that the complainant refers to Skip Bayless School of Sports Analyst... Oh boy. This is merely shocking because Skip Bayless is mentioned. It's shocking because that paragraph is a precise reason why such a defamation claim cannot legally survive. Said school of sports analysts had thrived in part because such speech is protected by defamation law. Yep. <laughs> if I were drafting a motion to dismiss the complaint, I would set out my legal defenses and then simply boldface paragraph 67 as my best evidence of statements by Chambly and the Golf Channel. And they are legally protected. So super fun. Gentlemen, let's take 10 minutes or eight minutes now and let us talk about the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays. It's been it's been a real up and down. Yeah. Last bit. And I know we just keep talking about this, but every time I have hope, uh, I keep getting a little bit depressed. Are we still a playoff team? Has anyone's opinion changed on that? No. No, I still, I still think we like it takes some uh, an epic collapse at this point. Yeah, which maybe they're in the midst of because it's not been going good. But I, I still think, no, I still think they're, they're. Getting Are we it. getting past the the one game that we'll get into? Depends on who we draw. It's a three game series when you get to the ball card series. Oh, the, isn't there a one game playing? No. Oh, it's, three so it's, all, it's all three games? Okay, okay. okay. So are we getting past the first round three-game wild card? Against Is it the Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, is there anything about who they... Sorry, I didn't catch that. You, you cut out. Uh, is there anything... Current MLB playoff picture, who they'd be playing now? Uh, I don't know if it's updated with the Jays' win today. Let me just check. Uh, sure. DraftKings. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to find it. American League. Uh, now. Cleveland. <laughs> I believe number three. The number three yeah. team, the Cleveland Guardians. Cleveland. Yeah. <sighs> okay, that's not the worst. But it's it's so there's what less than two games separating between them and Cle- and Seattle, so they could end up playing against Tampa or Seattle, right? Or even Minnesota or Baltimore, <clears throat> and the White Sox. Don't forget they're in that too. Shit, I prefer not Tampa if I can be picky. Um, did, so we've talked it many times about the window of opportunity for the Blue Jays. Is the, is it everybody in the now is good? Like you just. Well, is Baltimore actually good? Boston's fallen off, so but yeah, I mean Baltimore yes, Baltimore's good. They've 
Well, I know we've talked about like when the Blue Jays used to have to wait their window for the Yankees, and then it's like, okay, the Red Sox are back to being good again. Oh, fuck, here comes Tampa. At least we'll always have Baltimore. And now yeah. it's like, well, damn it. Like, it's, nothing in the East seems safe now. It's bullshit is what it is. Um, I, this, this, uh, my next question for you guys about the Blue Jays was answered between me writing this and, uh, oh. and recording the podcast. Does this mean anything? And Ross Stripling came back. Uh, Dave's prediction was depending on how well he does, I think we'll see Kikuchi in the bullpen and Kikuchi is now in the bullpen. Oh, is that true? Yep. Yeah. Okay. He's sitting there today. Oh. So Ross Stripling had a perfect or a no hitter going to what the seventh inning? He had a perfect game perfect going game. to this. Yeah. yeah. And I I heard um before we started recording, uh Schneider came out and said, Do you want to continue? Oh, and wow. he said no, but then explained and then was seen laughing in the dugout after and explained why, and he said Never in my career have I had a manager ask me that. So when I saw him coming out, I mentally Checked was out. done. Yeah. And he said, the last time I thought I was done and then had to go back in, yeah. it didn't go well. So right. he's like, I know as soon as I kind of turn that switch off, it's like, oh, well, damn it. It can't fire back up again. Uh, it, it, how do we feel about Kikuchi in the bullpen? He might be good in... You know, short situations like that. I mean, you needed to replace some stripling anyways, just in case, you know, you need someone to go long if, say, Rios gets hammered in the first two innings. So does that mean uh, half Korean-American Mitch White is going to be your, your fifth starter, or are they just going to roll with four? No, I, he's the fifth starter. I think he's starting on, what, this next one? I think I heard on the broadcast today. So when Mark came over and then we st- so we, we played games at Gabe and Katie's and uh, played one game of Catan that lasted until 3.30 in the morning. Oh. It was a Seafarers expansion. That's why it took forever. That's true. We did play the Seafarers expansion. Oh. And people kept blocking me from getting longest rows. It, it would have been and done an hour ago. Bastard. I was very, yeah, I got very mad at whoever. My game was very early. I got blocked like instantly and I was like, well, that's it for me. The so worst. then it just became annoying people into letting Mark win. Yeah. Uh, and then Gabe ended up winning, which is yeah, real bummer. Um, but I asked Mark, are you going to get a Mitch White jersey now? And Mark was like, why? He's not Asian. And so we looked it up. And I was like, well, he's half Korean. Are you going to get a jersey now? And Mark was like, I guess I have I to. Like, you was so resolved to like, I don't, he just didn't want to. But you're like, I guess I have to. Do you have every Asian Blue Jays player jersey? I try to. Yeah, but I, like a Rob Ruff Snyder wasn't available, and he's sure. already gone. From the team, so I yeah, yeah. get that. But you have you have a Ryu. Yeah, yeah. Now I was gonna you get have, a Kikuchi, but you're not gonna get a Kikuchi now. Well, if he's gonna get traded, like I was gonna say, can you bring yourself to buy a, a Kikuchi jersey? I would at a discount. Oh, that's good. Right, probably discounted now. If you know what I mean. Can't get rid of them. Uh, I I mean, is it with Julie? Is Julian Merriweather coming back in for this season? Like, are we? I, I feel like we keep trying to make him happen. Well, him and Nate Pearson, they're like one in the same. Yeah, uh, pretty much. And Trent Thornton, I need. I want to stop seeing his stupid fat face. <laughs> 
Uh, but Pearson and Merriweather, they were the like the high end talent. The, they were the high end prospects that they were supposed yeah. to be really good. But Pearson's gone, right? He got traded. Did he get traded? Didn't he? I thought so. I thought he was part of that happening. Pearson? I just thought he was forever in rehab. Oh, maybe he's still with the Jays. Who got traded, Dave? Yeah, it says it says Blue Jays. Someone went somewhere very, very recently with the Blue Jays, and I was like, thank God we gave up on that experiment. Hmm. Maybe it was a dream. Five games in 20... Ugh. Yeah, he's just forever hurt. Yeah. That's too bad. Uh, so are we still optimistic then? I mean, optimistic's a strong word. I think the expand <laughs> the expanded playoff format means that we're in a, we're in an okay spot. If this How was last year or two years ago or whatever, no yeah. way this team makes playoffs. And on How paper, you... they should be a playoff team, right? How would you describe then if optimistic is a strong word? And you're feeling as a Blue Jay fan, both of you. I'm in Warren. I'm happy that they will be playing baseball in October. Yes. Okay. Meaningful, meaningful baseball. So let's say we're all not, we're not optimistic, but we're all happy. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like that. Well, uh, we're going to wrap this up. It is a, a birthday. Uh, I have to attend a virtual birthday evening. Uh, any other sports news you guys wanted to talk about? Mark. Wow. Well, do you still happening? But it's August. I'm not even following it at all. Yeah. But hey, we talked about this the last podcast. Like, are you not following it because of the incredibly credible uh, sexual assault allegations or because it's summer and you were like, well, it's summer? It's summer. <laughs> Did you just say Baba Booing in the mic? Or? <laughs> yeah. No, he said, I'm eating the chair, then took off. Oh, that's uh, cute. It would be better if he said Baba Booey. Yeah. <laughs> well, friends, uh, then Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, everywhere that you look up things, you can find Scotch Sporting. Uh, maybe not everywhere. I don't think we're on that, like, feet Wikipedia page. But I would not be above can, that to make we, some money. Yeah, we can do it. I'll, I'll sell feet pics. You are already are selling out to the Chinese conglomerate, and you oh are responsible God. for their horrible censorship uh, regulations. Yep. I hope you enjoy your fifty dollars. <laughs> no, I, I will. Would also do that. It's so like okay. Um, well, thanks for listening, everybody. You've been listening to a Rebel Press podcast. Visit rebelpress.com for more podcasts.